Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. Welcome to the PP1 podcast. That was easy. (laughs) What the fuck? Do you have one of these? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen them, but... But do you own one? Yeah, I do remember... No, I don't own one. That's too bad. That would be... Maybe, you know, maybe I'm missing out. I do remember when that was, like, a funny thing, though. It's still funny. You laughed. That means it's still funny. Sorry, sorry. I remember when it was a thing. Okay. Because <laughs> it's still funny. You, you can't, can't lie. Can't lie. Hey, hey, I noticed you got the, the, the old Tim Hortons-ish logo up. I did that for the the, the, the podcast preview kind of thing just something mm. different it might screw mm. people over and realize that they're like oh what's this show it looks new maybe it's about coffee maybe it's about donuts it's not about coffee or donuts sorry it, what it is is the pp1 podcast on the hockey podcast network in concert with DraftKings promo code thpn there's a new ad read this week apparently there was one last week so i'm going to read the new one this week instead of the old one last week it's, it's all good it's all good connects are wheeling that wagon is wheeling after a big 4-1 win against the Detroit Red Wings and they did what you're supposed to do when somebody scores a big goal or does something um you just abuse them for the next game and bury them the proper way instead of you know taking a slap shot and then you know cross-checking a dude in the head not a big Teddy's pod studio looks fantastic simple and effective so that that was the uh, the Don Taylor Detroit wearing the simple but effective red and white trim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just assuming that mine is also simple and effective. It's a couch. I'm in the den today because the girls have a pro day tomorrow, so they're watching a movie downstairs. So I opted for the den, which has better Wi-Fi. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Um, before we get into like all the show. Now, normally we don't like to record after a game because it's late. So we're going to try to keep this respectable tonight. But a lot of things have gone on. But first and foremost, this... Thank you. Appreciate that. Me? The, uh, no, it says Ryan's den look nice. Now, I don't know if we're talking about the pucks on net, Ryan, <laughs> or this is... It's very, very dicey. I don't know. Um, oh, I, could say, I get it. Now. It could go either way. It could go either way. I like <clears throat> that. Um, Ryan, yes, your den looks nice. You need to correct your... What is that? Australia? Uh, it is Australia. I'm going to leave that because oh, it's a lot of work. To take it out of the frame and stuff, that's not me. That's that's Christine's thing. She does. She did all the artwork stuff. The world one over here looks fine. That one's intact. Still don't really know why we have multiple maps of the world. But anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. Um, tonight's game really felt like a playoff. Who runs the pucks on net? It's, it's Ryan. Account. Let's be honest. Is it Shap? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Come on, like like you even have to ask. That guy's got it dialed in. He knows he knows how to hit the pulse of the nation. He's got it figured out. The We're most just... efficient pucks on netter. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> They're still working on the Twitter thing. I really hope that works out for them one day, where they actually get <laughs> the actual their actual uh, Twitter handle. But you never know. I mean, yeah. crazier things have happened. I mean, geez, the Canucks somehow are in first place in the NHL by six points. Bizarre. Um, tonight's game felt like a playoff game. Did you see the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I don't think it felt like a playoff. Oh, game. you don't think like so? One side beating. No, it like, was a one side beating. Like, it was full of annoyance and stuff like that, and it was like scrappy. I, I don't know if I was getting the playoff vibes from it. I was getting the maybe it's just the a vibe. Good game. vibes from the the arena, like all vibes tonight. DJ was on point tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel like DJ's not always on point. DJ was on point tonight. He was like all the sing along songs were on there. Like yeah. people were just feeling good. Totally, it was a whole mood. Yeah. It was it was fun for sure. You know who Chicago on uh, Sunday? Their DJ in the third period. I mean, it's not like they have different DJs, but the DJ in the third period, the third, the third period version of it's the like, DJ. You're, you're up. You're up. Um, absolute bangers of songs for the entire third period. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah. maybe send me the mixtape after this. Yeah, I'm impressed. I, I mean, I hate I hate to say it, but like, it was good. 
Chicago's got their shit figured out. It's, oh, they do. It's like a super loud arena that like normally rock heavy. Like it was good, man. They, like they, they, every they song, know what they're doing. Every yeah. song, I'm just like, and then just when you think you're like, okay, like they've maxed out, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Did you just did you just break out Machine Head? So the it was just get played. Yeah. It it was pretty awesome, but uh, I mean, this game kind of had a little bit of everything. It had the gritty, apparently, which was. <laughs> yeah. And Zadorov was uh, pretty... Zadorov greeting, yeah. Yeah, he's, that, he's... What it is, it's, it's, it's doing the gritty, not greedy. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that dance move, so I don't really care. As you can see from my name, I'm not a fan of the gritty. I'm a fan of gritty, because if you're not, there's something wrong with you. But I mean, that game, that game had everything. And of course, we finally got the opportunity we were waiting for. It didn't happen. It almost had everything. It almost had a goalie goal tonight, too. And what an absolute laser beam of a wrister. Like, yeah. it's unfortunate someone was in the way because he had that thing dialed in. Demko was, well, he gets his 30th win in 40 games. He beat Roberto by eight games. He's, uh, that's sole possession now of fourth place all time. Is that right? Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. I'm just. Who's, the, who's, who's number three? Do we know? Is it, is it Kluche? It probably is Kluche. I feel like I should look. I mean, Kluche Kluch- Kluch- was uh, big on the regular season stats, not so much in the playoffs for all the reasons we all remember. Beach balls, mostly. Mostly beach balls. But yeah, that game, it just, it had a lot of stuff. It was super fun. I think even if you weren't at the game, if you were at the game, you got a skate jersey win again. You got, uh, I mean, the warm-up jerseys, which I don't even know if they wore, unfortunately, but. What, were, what was the warm up this, this time? So it was the skate. It was black excellence. So you'll be able to see okay. they've got like hoodies and stuff. They're killer. Like that whole setup is just awesome. And once again, yeah. it's the skate logo. Hint, hint, hint. It just has to be. I'm telling you, man, that's their playoff jersey. It has to be. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. It has to be. Every once in a while, Ryan is right. Yeah. I could just keep using I could just make that a button so you don't have to say it every time. Ah no! So number three on the list. Can you guess? It's okay. not. It's not Kluche. Pass Kluche. So he's now at one ten. Okay, for goal ten. Uh, or or this maybe it's not updated. It could be at one eleven. So he's two ahead of Kluche at one oh nine. You're really similar, uh, Kluche. One hundred and two hundred eight games. Thatcher Demko, two hundred seven games. Mm-hmm. Kirk. So efficiency is somehow better. Captain Kirk. Uh, yeah, Kirk is up there. Number two. That one's fairly obvious. Uh, Alex Ald. wins. Uh, Alex Ald also up there, I believe. Corey Schneider. At 11 with 80 wins. Corey Schneider, 98 wins at number nine. Did, did, think about that for a second. Like Corey oh, Schneider. Sorry, 98 wins. 98 games. So 39 wins, Alex Ald. Corey Schneider, 55 wins. Okay, I was going to say 98 wins. That would, that would be interesting. Yeah, 50. So number nine. You want to keep going, or are you? Are you uh, uh, okay, so sorry, we're I'm ninth place now. I'm guessing. So yeah, you got Alex Ald at eleven. Mm-hmm. Then Hanlon was number ten. Corey Schneider number nine, fifty-five wins. Frank Caprice. Uh, I'm going way down here. And Gary Suitcase Smith. Frank oh, Frank Caprice seventeenth, thirty-one wins. That's pretty good. Yeah. Demko needs one more <laughs> to equal Frank yeah. Caprice all time. Yeah, Demko, 110 wins. So, Troy do, you, Gamble. What do you need? Do you need hints? Troy Gamble's not in there. Okay, Whitmore. <laughs> You're like going further down. Okay, the list. okay. We're I'm, like established goalies. We're talking like. Okay, I'm kidding around this here. Is, this is, you're just naming oh, goalies. Oh, Ryan like, Miller. Lubomir Visnovsky. Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller's not at least. That's number eight. Hmm. Number eight, 64 wins. Okay, okay, okay. Games, so. I said Alex Ald. said Corey Schneider. Yeah. Um, how long was Poff in here? Not long enough to make the list. Correct the top the top ten. He's number nineteen, twenty six wins. Mika Nornan. <laughs> yeah, Mika Nornan. Uh, Martin Brochu. Kevin Weeks. Keep naming silly goalies. Kevin yeah. Weeks, goalie of the future. Uh, not Kevin Weeks. Uh, Chris Levesque. Not Steve Weeks either. Oh, that's right. With a no e. Uh, French goalie with a. Miraculous playoff run. I already said Roberto Luongo. Yeah, not that one. Oh, okay. Um, French goalie with miraculous playoff run. Oh, um, this is. I hate it when you do this because now 
It's like it's right I'm exposing you, yeah. It's right there. French goalie with a playoff run. Oh uh the king. Mm-hmm. How did I miss king that? How did I miss that? He's not he's not far off, so he needs only sixteen more wins to catch him. Maybe fifteen after tonight. Interesting. How did I miss King Richard? Jeez, that should be like It's the one that people don't think of. Yeah, he did okay. But yeah, 337, 377 games, 126 wins. Yeah. Eight years with Vancouver. It's pretty good. Number three all time on the list. So it's nice all that they get those, considerably all better. Goals, what do all three of those goalies have in common? Uh, they've all been to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, there you go. It's, it is comforting to know that these numbers are shrinking for these wins. It's like we found better guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it is you know I mean? It's nuts in the sense that, like, if you look at other teams' goaltending histories, like, you get some monster, monster numbers up there. Yeah. Vancouver doesn't necessarily have that, but it's been known as like a bit of a goalie factory over the last like more than a decade, I would say. Yeah, I think they've they've oh. done pretty well. I guess they've they've had their moments too. But even like the Ryan Miller thing, it's just a shame we had to crap on that because it wasn't necessarily warranted. And once he found his groove, it was too late. Yeah, good goalie. You know, hundred and hundred and fifty starts, sixty five wins, sixty eight losses. That we, was not a very good team that he was playing on at the time. So. No, but he made it fun. Yeah, he made it yeah. fun. So anyway, fun game tonight. Lots of cool things going on, <sighs> and it's just another dub. Just another dub. Um, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about. Uh, I, I feel like we can get a few things. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I, I want to get as much as we can in a short amount of time. First of all, Super Bowl. I also realized. Um, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the group chat. Uh, me not betting on Nicole Hardman when I absolutely should have. It actually, it actually only would have made me two hundred fifty dollars, not twenty five thousand dollars. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know how betting works. So he was plus eleven hundred to score in any time TD, and I called it after his twenty yard catch in the second, texting Steve, and sure enough. So this is funny. This is an interesting story. So, um, wife and daughter in Quebec for nationals for long track speed skating. Um, so in there, oh, there, yeah, it went, went, great. it went good. Didn't go great, good. but it was it's an experience. It right? was an, exactly. And that's what we're trying to say. So Super Bowl's on, we're FaceTiming with them and it's obviously three hours ahead. So they're getting tired. So we're FaceTiming during overtime and the cable goes out at our house. Of course it does. So now I'm watching overtime of the Super Bowl via FaceTime on their TV in the hotel room, which is super fun. It's so much fun. That's how you want to experience the Super Bowl. Someone else's TV on a small phone. <laughs> Great. So finally, we were like, okay, did it actually turn off or did the cable go off? So sometimes like when the cable goes out here, like the TV just goes kind of black, right? It doesn't come up with like your your source output or whatever. So I turn it back on, which is great. We got the game on. The downside is it's 40 seconds ahead on the phone so do you watch oh, really yeah it was like enough where it was like <clears throat> so do you watch on your 60 inch screen or 55 whatever we got i don't even know or do you <laughs> that's 40 seconds behind or do you watch what's actually going on knowing that that's what you really need to be watching so i opted to watch on the phone and uh saw the the chiefs win uh via iphone via FaceTime. So congratulations. So yeah, I would have been nice to make that bet because it would have paid off. And I'm probably, well, you know, I've been saying it since week 12. As soon as they traded uh, Hardman back to the Chiefs, they said, you watch. He'll be a big deal in the playoffs. And he kind of faded, but he's like Mr. Johnny Automatic. When it push came to shove, he had two massive catches. And his second of those two massive catches got him another ring. He was vitally important to that Super Bowl ring, run, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was, like, not that great of a game. I mean, it was, we were at a party, so we were having a great time. But, like, yeah. the back half of the game was fun. It was, like, it was a coaching matchup, right? And that's, yeah, yeah. you know, that's where Andy Reid does his thing. That's where Mahomes becomes a factor. And then you get hit with a guy like Nicole Hardman. And 
that's it. It's, it was a it was a chess match all all the way down the road, right? So I mean, that's a tough one to win when you're going up against a coach like that. So yeah, well deserved. Absolutely, uh, like a little bit anticlimactic in the sense that it was the Chiefs again and all that stuff. But yeah, it was fun. Got my uh, you know my minute and a half worth of Taylor and. Uh, it made it a night. The girls all wore their their Taylor Swift gear to the to the bar that night. It was pretty hilarious. People hated it, but it was great. Yeah, had a good time. Excellent. So, we we did a draft last week. I, I that I wanted to be there, but that's okay. I'm I'm not bitter. It just sounds like I'm bitter, but I'm not bitter. I'm glad you guys had. Did you win anything? Yeah. Did yeah, you? We won. Um, I won an espresso. Nice. And and a hundred dollar bar tab, and a Mahomes jersey. You won a bar tab. Which I owe I I, I owe Steve <laughs> some of that bar tab money, so I'm gonna have to. That's give funny. Him Fifty bucks of it or something. That's that's pretty funny if you think about it, knowing what we know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. that's rich. So there might be a fifty dollar there might be a fifty dollar gift certificate headed Steve's way because he helped me win that thing. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So we'll hook, we'll hook our boy up. There you go. I mean, he's he's earned it. I, I hope you guys had a good time. It's always a good time going out there and <laughs> next had a great time. Next yeah. year, hopefully, uh, just stupid, be there one year. Yeah. Too bad uh, sports got in the way this year, so it was fine. We were making Taylor Swift bracelets for the entire game, so it's fine. Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. And uh, the bathroom lineup, nothing. What was, it? What was your bracelet? Mine <laughs> said uh, Jason Kelsey's brother's team on it. <laughs> it was a really long one. It was a really long one. <laughs> Great. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Sorry I interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. So we did a, we did the hockey draft last week, the historical hockey draft. Yes, that's and, right. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. I brought it up at work. feels like we also left a few, uh, a few players on the board that we didn't even name. Um, and one of them is totally escaping me for some reason. But um, it was fun. So I ran it through ChatGPT that night and because I needed to know who was going to win this. Well, based on our teams, unfortunately for me, I, I did lose. Mine was a very, uh, very, a very now team, a very win a game, that's win a game or two, that's about it. Your team was more of an endurance type team. And... Uh, <laughs> Is, is basically how they said it. Um, I ran it through a, a bunch of things like who would win, and it basically said that you kind of had the smarter, more strategical team, so eventually you'd win. And then I said, well, who'd win in a seven-game series? It said I took the first two games. feels like watching the Canucks versus the Red Wings in 2 I'm like, all right, well, we got enough Ooh. to get us going. And then, uh, you know, just couldn't hold on to it and ex- expose ourselves when we were done. So found out two ways that I was basically going to lose. I'm like, okay, well, which team has more penalty minutes? So I just kept going based on the conclusion above. And so I said, which team would have more penalty minutes? Well, obviously my team won at that point. So that was the only thing I actually got to win. And I just kept throwing like just, you know, scenarios at it. And finally, after all the things, because you just kept winning like every scenario for your team. I finally said, if both teams were to combine forces, could they beat the Avengers? And the what? answer was uh, resounding no, because uh, the Avengers like just chat GPT just gives you like a no. They they basically just said it's mm, no. So it was fun. It was it was pretty neat. I would love to do that again sometime with something else, maybe like musicians or something. I don't know. Yeah, we, that'd be fun. We can make that a lot of fun. Yeah, because I think the big the big factor was the the fact that I had Marty McFly, right? That well, so and I changed it because you had Michael J. Fox originally, and then I changed the wording to Marty McFly, and they actually gave a little bit of a different answer, just saying that it was, you know, it says even though they are both the same person, one is a character and one is, you know, a real life human, you know, here's the reasons why this changes a little bit. So you still won. That's all that matters to you. So it was good. It was a lot of fun. I I really yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, this <clears throat> this is something that happened last weekend, and I've been thinking about it. Apparently, do the Boston Bruins live rent free in your head still after all these years? Because I mean, they, I, for whatever reason, I think they still live rent free in a lot of people's heads. And no, in this housing market, no. Why would you even accuse? No, in this housing market, it's not fair. They're living rent free when the yes, prices are sky high. 
Like we can't help like, it. They're just like they just they just are. They just have they just have our number. Like I I know there's been wins in between. Oh like, sure. I know, I know we talk about the fact like you know game eight like all the good stuff right i mean there's been wins like but the like, eight there's an eight five a couple years ago it's, it's just the, the difference between when boston wins versus when vancouver wins those games vancouver wins those games it's like yeah good for you we won the game yeah, yeah. we won it see that it's a score up there that's yeah. our win yeah when boston wins the game it feels like you got taken out behind the tool shed and beaten with the tools it it, it it feels like you were standing there at school talking to a girl and get pantsed by the bully <sighs> from behind like it's bad. Like these guys, when they win games, they they bully the Canucks, right? I mean, it was kind of like Chicago for like a period of time before we ran into that Boston team, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a it's a badass team, and when that badass team does badass things, like I don't know, like you you kind of they kind of pick up the villain role a little bit, right? And you have the hero and the hero's fun, right? And then, like, aren't you kind of, like, pulling for Joker a little bit? Like, did he not, like, make mm-hmm. the whole original Batman movie? It was Joker, right? Yep. yep. Even if they were evenly matched. And then that's kind of, ah, like, that's, Boston, Boston might be our Joker, right? The like, worst thing is, too, like, at least with Chicago and why, the you know, the Slay the Dragon came up, at least with Chicago, they were in our conference. That was, like, a beatable, yeah. that was an eventual beatable team, right? Like, we felt and, like and, that and was part Slay, of the story. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then the sleigh happened and that was it, right? That was like, we beat them at the peak of their powers. And then it was slowly ticking downhill after that point, right? Then it was like, now they're looking at catching us. But that's not how it is for Boston. Boston stayed good. Yeah. Right? But, but you know, we dipped and came back up. But there's still like this little bit of a hatred there. I mean, that was their last cup. We were their last opponent. It's like beating still- one of the Koopas like in Mario 3 or like Super Mario World or something. Like you you beat one of the Koopas and you're like, man, this one, for whatever reason, maybe you're a little kid. And you're like, that one was so hard. And you finally beat them all. And then you get to Bowser. And you're like, crap. Yeah. He's so yeah, hard. I mean, or Shredder. Got- maybe I should bring <laughs> up Shredder. You can beat Bebop and Rockstead. You get to Shredder. You're like, we're not beating Shredder. You know, like when they hypnotized Shredder and he was just cool about it, right? I just until he until somebody said Shredder and then he changed back into like shithead Shredder. Like he's the Get end guy, boy, man. Uh, he's the end Get guy. Boy Grant, Grant in the chat there seems so nice, but somehow I hate Jeremy Swayman for giving out hugs to teammates. <laughs> like even that fell incorrectly, right? Because he's like doing the big like. Mm-hmm. the hug thing like he's gonna give Thatcher a hug and Thatcher like just not paying attention walks right by it. Who looks like the asshole? I know. In it's the, Demko, right? Completely by accident, right? And it just I mean, happened to be Swayman. Yeah, and so now we're on the other end of this like mini goalie controversy between a Boston goaltender and a Canuck goaltender versus like two of the nicest guys in the game. Yeah, and it's not Tim Thomas and it's not Roberto Luongo, but like I, I mean, even I mean, Tim Thomas was the Joker to the Batman, right? Like he bust. Oh, I don't know the pumping tires, and now we're like, oh, yeah. are, why are we the bad guy? Like, why don't want to be why the did, bad why guy? Why did we say that? Why did we say that? But yeah, good good point. Good point, Grant. It's uh I just like I said, it just lives. It's one of those things. Like I said, it's the end guy. It's the end villain. And the only time you can play the end villain is at the end of the game. You can't play him in the middle. You can't play him in the playoffs unless it's the very end. You know how hard it is to get to the very end with no saves? <laughs> Like you yeah. gotta beat the whole game at once. You can't just do it. You can't just go and save it and then oh okay. Um, it's not an RPG. I mean it kinda is an RPG where you actually have saves. But if you lose, you gotta go all the way back and you gotta fight those couple like semi villains to get to the end. And then you get to this is Final Fantasy reference if anybody knows. You know, you beat the few and then you get to Sephiroth. Well Sephiroth's like a forty five minute Final Fantasy three reference. That's a seven. That's a seven. That's like a forty five minute battle. Yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking Kafka would be yeah three. that's like a 45 minute battle man you lose that you're like great well i'm gonna do it tomorrow because i don't have time to do this again tomorrow why were you working back then no i at that point i'd probably been playing for hours <laughs> like i should probably eat or something so you know what i mean like they're just there so i don't know like if if this is for real if this is for real this year it's gonna be boston unfortunately <laughs> like it just is gonna be them and I mean, it's going to be the worst. Know. It's going to be the worst. You just but never know with it. these teams, man. Like Boston did some loading up last year and they were out right away. That's true. So I'm you also going to say know. something else. And I know you're going to hate me for this and I could care less. 
this oh i wanted to talk about something but yes i just i just remembered so i'll get there i will remember it now i just had to talk okay i'm just gonna throw this out quickly because i want you to say your thing this time this feels like the team i'm sorry it just this version of the canucks feels like the team whatever was tonight and i know it was it wasn't the most meaningful game but it sure felt meaningful it sure felt like this was what it's gonna feel like if things are going well like they absolutely they looked fast they looked confident crisp passes just i'm still out to lunch if that pd fake was actually meant to happen for lindholm's second goal i yeah. think he screwed that up on there's no way that was a, he mishandled the fuck. I still, thought so too. That was crazy. And people there's, oh, there's more to do it. admiration for the fact that he mishandled it and they still made it work. They just, it just looked, and they've had some really like stinkers lately and yet they're still winning. Like, Oh yeah, the Canucks were awful. Yeah. They're eight, two and one in the last 11. Like, yeah. Haven't exactly played super well on that road trip and still came out with a winning record. I mean, I just, and if we got to say that in the last like eight years, this team just, I, I haven't wanted to believe it and I'm just I'm finally looking like I'm excited for games right now and I'm excited the way they've been playing even in the close ones you feel like everything means something right now it's not just mm-hmm. a game and just looking at the end looking at the standings before we came on here tonight like there's six points up on two teams Boston I think did I see Florida as well like this is getting insane and I know it's it's silly season but yeah, it's silly season. Like this shouldn't be happening, and it is. So we need to embrace this at some point. And I'm ready. And to. it is, it is absolutely crucial that we win the division too, right? Like, oh it's, yeah, got to, got to. It's absolutely crucial that we finish first in the West. Like we, we cannot be involved in an early game versus like an Edmonton. No right? way. Like no fucking way. We like, want I don't Edmonton want and even, Vegas to I play don't each even other. Want to touch that shit? Like Mm-mm. that's the kind of thing where a rager of a team can pick apart a number one seed. I don't want that. I want no part of that. And especially this team, especially this Cinderella team, like, oh, you guys want to be the head honchos this year? You guys want to be at the the head of the table? All right, we're going to give you the heater Edmonton Oilers. Good luck. I mean, we could tell you to bet on the obvious teams but you can figure that out for yourself. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice, even Quinn Hughes in his sneaky pulley move. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Make sure you check out those lines and the odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for this week's games. I'm not going to give you any betting advice because, quite frankly, I'd be the last guy you should be listening to for betting advice, but I'll tell you where to get the good betting advice, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Yeah, who wants to get Connor McDavid? I, I don't. Mean, like, no. No. I don't want Leon Dreisaitl either. No. God, no. Anyway, you yeah. had a thing and you're ready to talk. Go for it. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to just touch on the third line, right? I mean, everybody's talking about the third line. They posted the stat today. Last 30 games, all three guys have 20 points, right? So you got Dak, you got Bluger, you know, you got Connor. They're all doing their thing. I think it's like... Can we call him Gargar? Can we call him Gargar Banks? Sure, Gargar. Gargar Banks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got 10, 10 and 10. I think Bluger was like you know, 16 assists. I think you had um garland was like 9 and 11 or something somehow 60 points generated from that line in the last 30 games it's crazy there's still uh there's still weird things going on with 
you know, trying to figure out exactly where, um, uh, where Elias is going to fit. If he's going to play with PDs, we're going to move him center. Is he a wing? You know, Hoaglander's getting some time up on the top line right now. Like who, who is filling that spot? And I think, you know, Grant makes a good point. He's in the chat here talking about Mikheyev, but there was so much talk about the fact, like how, how do we, how do we find a spot for Mikheyev? How do we, you know, how do we figure out where we're going to play a guy like, you know, in the, in the top six. And the only line we can't touch is this third line, right? That's kind of been the narrative this mm-hmm. year, right? The third line's playing so good. We can't touch the third line. It used to be the fourth. Now it's the third. We're slowly yeah. moving up. And, and like, I think I was listening to, uh, to Drance talk about today about the fact that like PD had played like 109 minutes or something like that. And you had Teddy Bluger had played like seconds less than him. Wow. Over the, over the last little while. So I'll ask this question, right? Like nobody wants to break this lineup because although we do have some spots that we're trying to figure out in the top six, but nobody wants to touch the third line. Yeah. Do, do you remember when there was like this really good third line in Vancouver that featured Alex Burroughs and Ryan Kessler? Mm-hmm. And it was the one line that was going and, and, and nobody wanted to break it up and the twins hadn't really figured it out and we didn't have a solid lineup for them. And, you know, we didn't have this bona fide number two center yet and we didn't know how to, and what did they do? They decided that they were going to break up what they had in a really good thing. And they moved Burr up to the twins line and Kessler into that second spot. And like, nobody looked back. It was like, we had this amazing thing and then somehow added these two more pieces and it unlocked everything like truly did. I I do remember that. I I, like, that's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. So nobody wants to break this lineup. I get it. You can't really mess with a good thing. You don't want to mess with a good thing. So is there a scenario in your head where you could move a player off this line and fit him into the top six somewhere and it probably gets better or it it becomes stabilized or looks more consistent? I think I think there's a few things and it. It involves potentially a trade. And it doesn't. It there's kind of two versions of this. One would be you you unite the lotto line and you commit to that. That's part mm-hmm. of this. And then yeah, I do think you can move. It's probably like is it Garland maybe or Suter? Or no, Suter's up there already. Sorry. It's probably I would guess Connor Garland just based on how they likely would try to throw up like a second scoring line and then does that mean that you've got now a position available and i'm not saying as a full-time guy and this is where maybe the trade kind of comes in but and we're going to definitely get into this but all of a sudden you know unless he just looks out of shape it's inevitable Phil Castle's going to be a Vancouver Canuck. So does that play into it? Like that's now Maybe, and we got to talk about that. And too, we will. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking and Mikheyev, you know, Grant makes up a great point like Mikheyev showed a pretty good push tonight. Did. But yeah. he's been he's been a passenger man for a lot longer than he should have been this season. And when you start getting into I think I tweeted about this a few days ago. Like do we have to fix and I we're all using we. We all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sure, do, sure, sure. Yeah. Do we have to fix every little thing to have this perfect unit, this perfect juggernaut to go through? And I don't think they do, but if they're realizing, and especially after they made the couple trades that they've made already, if if you see something that isn't working, I mean, McKayev, when he came in, we understood what he was bringing to this team. But in an absolutely bizarre year, when everything is going right, and he's kind of one of the only guys right now and for the last while that really hasn't been a difference maker and you're seeing that third line go crazy you're seeing the fourth line look pretty good too but McKayev just hasn't really factored in now all of a sudden you know you're right you bring up a guy and maybe that allows to flex out that third slash fourth line and find out what else you have so you can solidify your top two I think that's maybe the route they have to go. And again, I don't know if Phil Kessel's the answer, but he's probably not going to hurt this team. But you can also find out that you need to add something else. Well, I, yeah, a couple, a couple of good points there, right? I mean, you mentioned the fact that, you know, Suter's playing up on this line now and, and McCabe is 
penciled in in the three spot. Part of that has to do, obviously, with the with with Dax injury, right? Like, yes, the the Joshua injury. They talked about it in in intermission. It's an he's, this is an important player now on this roster. Go Having figure. Joshua out of the lineup looks it's a bad look, right? So, what about? What about Dakota Joshua riding shotgun alongside Miller and Besser? Yeah, as, and that's like, that's, we, that's your like that's your Alex Burroughs move, basically. Like, do we? Yeah, like, do we hate the guy? Like, no. do we hate a guy that could lead the league in hits? Shows that he has like soft mitts in close, smart, heady players, been making responsible defensive plays all year. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's your forechecking heat seeking scud missile and he's riding shotgun with miller who also is a piss missile it's not like burrows was the fastest skater ever right no, i mean he, he just had good anticipation he knew what lines to take but like yeah. i don't know look at the end of the day it's pretty hard to argue with with i'm just trying to like make a separate argument about the fact that maybe there is a positive to breaking up this line to sort of help the top six versus we need to find a player to play in the top six that might be all for not now that looks like you know, Hoaglander has finally earned his rope. Well, I was going to now, and I totally forgot about this, but a guy that we haven't talked about yet, um, uh, Giuseppe is back. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He's a guy that I'm sure a few people have forgot about. I've been waiting to see him come back, but now he's he's a guy that he was going before he got hurt because he has a well, couple little injuries. Yeah. So, so now he'd he slow down a little bit, but yeah, I mean, but he, he was still factoring in. He wasn't a burner the entire season, but. He definitely had his hot streak, and I think he's another guy that just depth where you want it. And yeah, depth, right? Like perfect utility player. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't know. Again, you've got a PDG, and maybe, maybe he's a guy that you move as like not that you want to, but maybe to get that one more piece that you believe you need. Like oh, I'm still on it, man. I'm sorry, but I think Tyler Toffoli should be a Vancouver Canuck for this run. And I've <laughs> I've been looking at him, yeah. and I've been looking at actually uh, Curtis Lazar. Like I've been looking at his PK numbers and what he's been bringing as uh, his uh, expected goals for percentage. Like he's right up there too, man. Like there's there's some guys you. I mean Lazar, you can get on the cheap uh, that same time to Foley. He's a UFA after the season anyway. Like I think there's there's fits there, and I'm. I'm I'm going to hold on to this whole thing for for New Jersey because I think if they just aren't close enough to make a run, their smart move. This is me saying it, but their smart move would be to move some pieces and get something in return for it. If you don't believe that you've got a team that could go all the way, unless they think they're like screw it, as long as we get in, we've got a shot, and maybe they do. Maybe they do because that team could be just downright dangerous. Imagine if that team acquires a quality goaltender. Oh, I know. Well, that's the other thing. Markstrom's a big talk right now, and they said that deal's not off the table yet. I mean, yeah, and I know, like, I know trade, (laughs) like trade trading for a goaltender can really be hit or miss, right? Because a goaltender is designed to play within a system usually, Mm -hmm. and and if the system doesn't fit the goalie, it could just be all for naught. Yeah, then it then it becomes a a Ryan Miller in St. Louis thing, right? Like, yep, that was like I don't remember the last big goaltender trade and. I'm sure that there has been, right? And Let alone late in the season. Guys. Yeah, that's, you know, what's uh, what's his face from the Finnish guy with the crazy hair from, like, I think it was Columbus or something like that. Oh. Uh, Corpus Allo. Corpus Allo, Start with a K. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's 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 weird, right? There's a, it we're, we're in a weird spot. I don't know what Jersey's going to do. Does Vancouver go out and apply an, a, another player? We're, we're going to talk about Phil Kessel here pretty quickly, right? But do we spend a spot, a roster spot on a guy like Phil Kessel? Or do you use a roster spot for possibly a more well-rounded player? I mean, we know that Phil, regardless of what his skating and conditioning is like, is still going to be a one-shot scorer. But looking past that, what kind of player does this roster, this offense, or this this defense actually need for a lengthy playoff run? I've already told know. you. I don't know if it's Phil Castle, but the Toffoli thing, yeah, there's there's lots there. I just, to me, it seems like he's my key. Like, I look at everything that this team has. Um, Grant made a great point about Joshua and being a product of Talkit, or does he have the natural skill to actually keep him on a top line uh, long term? Good question. It's a great question. I look at a couple things. Phil Castle doesn't have to be an everyday player. He's one of those guys that you put him in, and you're like, listen, man, this is what we need out of you. 
you know that you're not going to be an everyday guy. You just need to own it when we put you in the lineup. And I'm sure he'd be willing to do that. Like like I said, he's cut three cups in the last little while. Not too shabby. But as far as a difference maker, man, that to me, I just it just seems like the easiest thing to do. And they've got the capital to make it happen. And geez, with that team, like they would. It, 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 I'm stating the obvious, but they would mm-hmm. be so lethal with a guy like Tyler to fully back in there. A team that actually has uh, dangerous options everywhere. And he knows that system. He just, he knows the guys. He comes in. You don't have to like acclimate him to this team. He knows exactly what he's getting into. And it's a feel good atmosphere again. It's not the bubble. So that's, yeah. that's my two cents. I, I don't, I don't have another guy right now. Cause I'm so fixed on this New Jersey thing, not working out. And <laughs> like, I just, I don't know where else to look. I know like there's been scouts at a few games lately. Um, uh, it was in Nashville or something yesterday. I don't even know, but like the, you know, the Canucks are making one more move for sure. I, I, I feel like it's going to be a depth guy, a depth it guy that doesn't currently, be. yeah, that doesn't currently upset the bottom six. Yeah, and but can fill in in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, to Grant's point, I feel like McKay have showed a bit of push tonight. You know, oh no, not that one. Sorry, Joshua product yeah. talk it or does he have that natural skill? So like, I believe it's a bit of both, right? I think that it's he's unable to show off that natural skill without being put in a position to do that level of forechecking and play that role. So I think that allows him to get in close and, and, and have the puck sometimes be the trailer. He's definitely more of a, he's more of a hands guy in close than a shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm not, you're not seeing him blow goalies away or anything like that, but yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. The question being like, can he stay up there long-term? I don't know. Like, I don't think sure, they'd want him know, to stay but, long-term, but they'd want him for, like, what is long-term long-term? The well, end yeah, of the season? I mean, long-term would be like 30 games. I think, yeah. right. Like that would be a long, a long look, right? Like McKay, have got a long look on the first line. Right. So, yeah, I do. I do think he's got the hands, and I do think he has this gun. I think he's playing with an absolute ton of confidence. I'd right give him now, five right? games. I, I I give him some games, and I think if if you know you're not seeing Mikheyev in that spot or or Suter's looking cold, which the good thing about all these guys is that if they're not scoring, they're they're helping you out defensively. Yeah, even so Besser, never a bad thing. Even Besser even had a Besser, great, right? Besser had a non-goal game again tonight, but he looked like he was <laughs> oh in God. there. Yeah, that and, and, and good defensively, getting his stick in the yeah, way, right? Exactly. So, yeah, but I see like when the game ramps up and the whistles go away and the clutching and grabbing hap- starts happening, am I okay with seeing a guy like Puis Suter go down a slot to see a guy like Dakota Joshua step in and see what you can get out of that? Here's the I games you so. put him in, though. I think this is a great idea. I'm glad the conversation is going this way. I would put him like that first game against Vegas. I can't remember when they play Vegas next. But that first game against Vegas or the next game against Colorado, like put him in some previews, right? Put him put him in a preview role. Like let's find out what this looks like against a team that if things go crazy, we're gonna have to play. So why not give him an opportunity? Like, listen, we want to see what you can bring on that top line or one of those two top lines in a role where you're gonna be relied upon and it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get gritty. And don't you think that he's going to succeed in that role? He's not a guy that looks like he wilts under that kind of stuff, right? I don't think so. If anything, he's going to be the distraction. Like, he's going to be able to bring the finesse side, but he's also going to bring that physical side, which means that the guys that are really good at finessing the puck are likely going to have a bit more space. So it's an, that's an interesting experiment, and I bet... I mean, Talkett seems pretty smart. Like, he's been pushing all the right buttons this season. After a loss, after a win... Like this team is bought in a hundred percent. So I could see Joshua getting a little bit more look. And then, like I said, I think the McKayev thing, which apparently I've been spelling his name wrong in like every tweet lately. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's an A in there. I swear. Um, Mikey have. Mick. Yeah. Mick, the key. Mikey to the city. I just, I don't know. I, I think I'm at the point now where, if you're going to be making fixes, let's get these fixes over with. And the guys that have been passengers, and there haven't been many. Like, everybody was kind I of think, talking about Zadorov's everyone... trade, and all of a sudden he has a game. Everybody's offering him max contracts out of nowhere, which is stupid. Like, 
They're like, oh, five by five, eight by eight. I'm like, you guys are drunk. Like, yeah, he had a big game. Let's let's just let's just hold the phone for a second on uh, max contracts for Nikita Zadorov. I don't think we're there yet. Let's I mean, maybe save nice the to bank. Have just a total asshole. Yeah. Playing out there, and Cole is a tough guy to play against. This is a tough D, and they can be suffocating, and that I think showed up in this game a little bit. Do you think a game like tonight, if they had Carson Soucy healthy, oh do man, think, do you think this game would have just been like completely out of hand? Because that guy is just another. Could you imagine having to play against a guy like Soucy? No, thanks. And having to like to play like this 2024 version of Tyler Myers and throw it like I can't even believe I blurted that out in a sentence and then you have Zadorov, right I mean you're like Juleson like what's Juleson doing right now and then you add Cole and it's like holy crap there's just the guys that aren't you know humongous and have like like 10 foot wingspan you know are these like thick fire hydrants that will just run your ass over right like and I've hit a fire hydrant it hurts yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's in I'm, real life. I'm sure it's nasty. But like, could you imagine having to play against all three of those like absolute wet blankets? Like, just like driving through mud. Like, oh my god! Like it, it's like quicksand. It, when in the playoffs, when things just get really greasy and re- really bogged down, I mean, like, man, like I, just, I really can't wait to see how that thing looks. Like, and I think it's that, gonna be exciting. That's why everybody needs to just slow their roll on, you know, Zadorov. Like, because he he hasn't been like. A world he's beer. here for what we need him for right now exactly and w- like you're saying when it comes to the playoffs he's it's like i bring back to that michael hardman thing like okay you may not be getting regular season max value on what you're hoping for but when it comes to the playoffs this is when these guys are going to do the job that you paid and traded them for ian cole yeah yeah um and that's a piece of business Spider Soul, okay, so what's a fair contract to offer him if you had to sign him today? How much is too much, Joshua, that is? Oof. Like, I think we talked about this. This Brian. NHL? Probably, are we saying like two? Do you... Two million? No. Is that? Because like, he's, he's, I mean, way that, more than That's what million. I heard. I was listening to the post game the other night, and they're thinking two schmill for him if you sign him today. No. There's, why would he sign today? No, I, they're just talking like if... They were talking about on the post game, yeah, two nights ago, that Joshua would be like a two million dollar player right now. No, I think. I mean, I bet you he could get more than that. Like, what did Barkley Goodrow sign? Oh, for? let's like, not go. Let's not be stupid now. Yeah, like, there right. you go. Someone Somebody's is going to back the truck up. He's a hundred percent right. Like we talked about it in the in the show with James just a little while back. Right? James Rebrum was on the show. Yeah. I, I, he's gonna he's gonna play himself out of Vancouver. This guy could get twenty goals this year. Possibly. He's going to play himself out of Vancouver because he is going to be a valuable player for what teams want in this league down the road, right? I mean, he's like, you know, I mean, he p- players like this get by scoring 30 or more points because of all those other things that they do. And people talk about the little things, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, not the other things, they, but the other, play, the other things players can't do. Players that don't have that size, because if they're that size, they don't have that skating ability. And if they have that skating ability, they're not that physical. See Mikheyev. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with Mikheyev. He's fine. But he does a different player. He doesn't do it for a team physically that that you can ask other players to do that same role. And he is going to be in high demand this year, next year, sorry. And and I, he's going to make bank. Like, it wouldn't shock me at all if somebody paid him like three and a half million. Oh, of course. And he gets like a four or a five year deal, like probably not a five year. On the like open a deal. on the open market, he'd get three. Yeah, I Canucks had, if the Canucks could re-sign him right now, and they were like, "Hey, can we do?" And this isn't what it's worth. I mean, this is this is how he has to be signed. If they could go and re-sign him for like one point seven or something like that, and get a couple of years out of him, then that would be great. The thing is, is like, get I don't the, even know if they can afford one point seven to get, be like get the old Kessler contract. Yeah, and so like I'll, I'll just say it, just like I said that show too. Like I, I don't think he's there. I think that spot is reserved for the silly Paul Colson, like the developed version, the 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 Nils Hoaglander upped, you know, elevated version of of Nils Hoaglander, mm-hmm. with the elevated version of of the silly Paul Colson could play on that line and do exactly what he needed him to do. And unfortunately, the way the business goes, if you've got a guy that you're still underpaying. You have to let that other guy go. Just like you had a Thomas Vanek, just like you had uh, 
Who else did we have on the the fourth line there? Tyler Mott. Well, we traded. We traded. We traded Vanek. We got Mott for him. Right, but then. But yeah, like, when Mott got but, hot, everybody's like, "Oh, we got to have Mott." Like, no, you don't. Unfortunately, right. But we tr- we traded those players, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Before we had to let them walk, and we're not in that spot anymore. No, right? we're. Hey, we, you're on a one year deal. You would be extremely valuable in a trade. We're making a playoff run. You're part of this team. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Phil Kessel, feel the thrill. So this has been the weirdest, and yet, like, let's get to the before very quickly, and then get into the now. So the before is Phil Kessel, like, yeah, like, he's he's still working out, he's doing this. Man, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, the Canucks, you know, he's a he's been a Pittsburgh guy, and now he's working out with the Abbotsford Canucks. He's probably going to get signed to, like, uh, a tryout, any or, uh, like, a minor contract or whatever, like, a, can they do, like, a 10-game or whatever? Those contracts, so he's going to get in a the f- HL? Yeah, yeah. What so, do they say? We're, it's, we're taking it day by day. Something so like that. Dolly he's Walton. he's likely going to get a couple games to try out for the Abbotsford Canucks anyway, which means jersey sales, which means forever jersey sales, because now Phil Kessel is forever a Canuck. Go figure. And if things look good, which as long as he's, it, as long as he's not ridiculously out of shape, because I mean. Everybody knows the whole Phil Kessel thing, but it, it, he's going to be a Canuck. If if he is in NHL shape, which could be a lot of things. I mean, geez, Jake for and got a long run. Go figure. But like, if he's any kind of shape, as I said earlier, you have a guy that has now won three Stanley Cups. He doesn't even have to be in your top nine. And he brings value. He doesn't even have to play every game. He can play one to two games a series tops, and you are going to get value on Phil Kessel. And it's a story that we're all going to be giggling about because, like I said, I never thought I'd live in a world where we're actually talking about... I mean, geez, every story this season seems to be <laughs> bonkers, but like Phil Kessel and the Vancouver Canucks making a Stanley Cup run. I promise you no one had that on their bingo card. Like how many how many games left here? Like uh twenty no, and they're in thirty still. So is it like we sign we sign Phil and then Phil is twenty twenty four version Matt Sundin, so we just let him sit for half the season, prorated for half of the remaining season. Yeah, and then we just bring him in, and then he scores Basically. a couple of long slappers. Like, Basically, R- really great I, style. I, I I don't know. It's hilarious. I love it. I've always loved Phil Kessel. Right, he's like. He's like a cartoon character, but like, like the one you like, right? You're not making fun of it. He's just like, he's almost got like this like Kuzmenko a bit aura to him, even though he's not trying to be funny on purpose. He's no. just like, he he's... seems like a funny dude, right? And you want to watch him play. He's exciting, you know? I don't know what Phil skates like now. Like, can he still scoot? He used to be like an unreal skater. I, I just haven't watched enough Phil Kessel, including his time in, in Vegas, right? But it's bizarre man i don't know like i saw a tweet today i can't remember who it was and i i really maybe it was stanch and said it i it was great it was like this the picture of like i think it was like phil at the airport right and he shows like his bag and it just like it's like a bunch of mishmash shit and then he's out on the ice and he's like hunched over no matching gear blue socks right and he's like you know like phil is out there looking out of shape in mismatched big gear, and he's basically every man's beer leaguer. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. that's it. That's one hundred percent right. I think it was Stanchin that said. He's it. got three rings to back uh, it up, just in case you want to beak him. Yeah, great, right? Like what? What a what a what a treat for all those guys down in Abbey right now, right? I mean, yeah, you're whatever. Maybe I skate better than you do now. I could score goals. Like you're, you don't have it anymore. But man, you're Phil fucking Kessel. Like you're a couple points away from a thousand. Three Stanley Cups, like you said, right? I just—it's super interesting. It's like it's fun. I think it jars things a little bit. It takes it's a it's a distraction, almost in a good way, mm-hmm. because even if he does, he doesn't hurt the team, right? No, and it like, takes some of the seriousness away of what is going to become I agree. serious. It's almost like this lighten the load, and Phil like does that. I don't know how, but he does that, right? Mm-hmm. It's super weird, yeah. And and I don't look, man. I, I that's a long time away from hockey. And I don't know what kind of shape you've been keeping in. Like, I'm saying this knowing that I'm a Browns fan and I just watched Joe Flacco do what he did. Come on, man. Kucherov, uh, Landis Cog's done it. 
I mean, he's at a different. How, how run. old? How old were those guys though when they did it? Yeah, not. No, no younger. I don't. You know. But like, I mean, it's... I think if you're still in the game though, even if you're younger, like if you're still that long, like you still have to be ready to go if you're playing again. I guess, but game action is different, right? Oh, I get and it. You know yeah. what? Through all of this, right? So you play some games. You, we bring him in. You know. They talk about signing him, and then she's like, look, you're just not in good enough shape. You know what? What the hell was the Harmon looking? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, well, guys, that was fun, wasn't it? Like I said, a few Abbey jerseys get sold. Like, really? You got yeah. Phil Kessel Abbotsford, Johnny Canuck jerseys, you, the green one. You know damn well some guy is going to buy a Canucks, like, skate jersey Kessel. You know it. You, you 100% know it. It's going to happen. 81. Oh no, we tweet. have an 81 already. Somebody's going to send it to the stanchion and it's going to like look what I saw. Yeah, he's going to be that guy. Yeah. It's 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 a weird world. And man. I'm, you know what? And I'm here for it. And it's just like I'm sitting on the couch as this is all going down that first couple tweets and you're like okay, this is going to happen. This is the world we live in right now and we have to be okay with this. Whatever happens, and the way everything's gone this season with this team and the relationship, Rutherford, um, talk it like they they know what they get if they get a guy that makes this team, right? I mean, at this point, we just have to trust them, right? I mean, all they do is build winners. And then we we haven't brought this up in a few weeks, but do you remember who's on the coaching staff? And plus, of the eyes in the sky. Yeah, they're Sorry, all winners. Again. They're they're all winners. You got Adam Foote. Oh yeah, you got Gonchar. Oh, you got the Sedins. You got Talkit. You know, you've got uh, Mike Yo 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 Yo. Um, there's there's nothing but winners going on on this team. It's finally. It's a finally. It's it's the feel good. It's the feel good story of the season. I mean, think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it goes further up that. I mean, you, you, Granado winner. Mm-hmm. Oh like, right. There's there, there's winners dotted all over this place. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be crazy? We didn't even talk about the leaf slap shot thing, but let's say Phil Kessel makes it, and I nice. named I I named uh, our episode the Kessel Run in sixteen parsecs, sixteen wins. Like imagine parsecs. we literally parsec par- par- whatever parsecs. whatever. I I'm okay with either. Imagine we that's get, out nerd you. I think that's what happened. Like there's gonna be Ted. There's gonna be Kessel Run Canucks T-shirts. Like Star Wars, Castle Run. I'm telling you. You're going to see it. And we're all going to be the biggest nerds for two and a half months. It's coming, baby. I'm telling you. It's, it's, I mean, I, it, this is the season. First time in I don't know how long. But I can't like disagree with the wacky shit you're saying. Because it can happen. Feels good. Feels good. I don't, I don't know. There's, there's just a lot of bizarreness going on. So I, I love that... Uh... Spider Soul. He's just updating us that you know he's in Abbey Costco today, and uh, no confirmed sightings in the food court, and nothing in the sample stations. But I'll keep my eyes open. You know what? He so might... we got a we got a mole out there in Abbotsford. Thank goodness. He might have gone uh, to the he might have gone to the Langley one. Possibly that's a good Costco, the Langley one. <laughs> yeah, Parking's... we tried to get to the Costco in Hawaii. That was oh, supposed that's... to be like a legendary Costco. It's so good. It's um, so good. We never made it. Two things I didn't get to do. I didn't go to the Costco and I didn't play roller hockey out there. I think we had the uh, also says I trust Rutherford on the Kessel signings down the cap experience cheap, nothing to lose. Uh, thought that might be true, but have to put a guy on waivers to sign him. That's a tough part, right? Like I know I know what what who who is a guy? Friedman, maybe? Yeah, I heard that. Right? Like I think I think I think Ju- I think Juleson is taking that role now and <sighs> And and then some. So, if if a guy's got to go, probably has to be a freedman. I don't know who goes past that to get Phil on there if they have to, because when when uh, Susie comes back, then it's going to be another player. But yeah, it's 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 a good point because they're going to have to bench a guy on D too. Like, what are they going to do there? Because is somebody going to take a spot away from Noah Juleson now? Tyler Myers, you can't though. Yeah. You We're can. looking at a season, Ryan, where fucking Nils Hoaglander is playing on the top line and Noah Juleson has acquitted himself as a staple on the decor. I'm sober what right now. on earth is happening? I'm sober right now. What on earth is happening? Yeah, 
This is yeah, this crazy talk. It's it's wacky. It's wacky. I'm telling you. It every week we meet up and like something happens and this is where we're at this week. What's next week gonna look like? It's it's bizarro world and I'm like where are we gonna see that Demco goal by next week? Maybe. I'm here I'm here for it. It's it's bizarre. Um I'm assuming you that you don't have top five and that's okay. It's been a busy week for you. Top I'm, five, ass- top five, top I'm, five. I'm assuming you don't. Because if you do, that'd be awesome. Top five, top five, top five. But at least you get the graphic. Yeah. We're gonna top, have- top I think quickly here we can bang it out. Top top five goats. Billy uh Billy. Uh stupid cat. I close the door. Everyone's trying to sleep. This cat's like trying to break in like it's the shining. It's not good. I'm just watching this door shake. I'm like, I'm gonna get murdered here. But it's a cat. The cat. Oh, Billy is your cat. There you go. Billy, like Billy uh, Goat's gruff. Billy Goat. Yeah. Uh, t- top top five goats all times. Any sport, any league. I mean, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. These stay in the obvious. That's that's one two. Um, goats. We got to go with. Uh, I mean, Lewis Hamilton. Oh just an absolute alien for for f1 that guy is mm-hmm. like doing some stuff tiger woods tiger he's and he's already he's plus one i think after the first round he went like birdie bogey bogey birdie to start his first four holes tiger woods is a goat if my childhood is complete because tiger woods the rest of it got a little messy but um you know just like that golf swing that hey You've been seeing my okay. videos. They're going. I know it worked. It looks it's you're doing it. It's they're okay. they're going. Um, who do I got? Four and um, uh, Yuri Butsayev. Yuri Butsayev, former Atlanta Thrasher. Wow. Okay. Cool. I was gonna go Boris Valabic, but whatever. Oh. Uh, um. Okay, so I think uh, I think um, obviously same same few as you the the big three Yuri but probably probably a big four so I'll include Gretzky on that list. You think? Yeah, I think so. He was so dominant, <laughs> Dixon, so clearly. dominant in his sport compared yeah. to any other player. I just don't think he's just <clears throat> the championships past leaving Edmonton. Can I can, the can, one. can I take off Yuri Bitsayev and make an actual one for a second? Of course, yeah, do it. Nolan Ryan. Okay, yeah, Nolan Ryan. I'm gonna send you Damn. something after the show, and I I think I may have seen it. Every Nolan Ryan stat should blow your mind. Every single one. Maybe it's more than a top five, then. So no, I'll just I take out Yuri Bitsap. That was a joke. Nolan okay, Ryan. Okay, so yeah, in 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 order. Jeez, I don't even know. So it's got to be Brady. It's got to be Jordan. It's got to be Gretzky. It's Jordan, Brady, Gretzky, Messi. No, I'm also amazing, but that's not who I was thinking of. Maybe Serena. Oh, yes. Right, Serena. She was, oh, yes. Ali. Oh, yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, Nolan Ryan's another t- <laughs> cat is fucking I'm going to die. Screwed up. Nolan Ryan, also a really good one, right? I mean, damn. Yeah, Nolan Ryan yeah, was. Christine Sinclair. Yeah, good point, Grant. Good point, Grant. Like Claire uh, Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one too. There's a lot of great athletes. Yeah. Sports are Carl great. Lewis. There's a bunch. But those ones, those ones fall short. I think that I think the f- the first five or six of what we're naming is probably Michael Phelps. on that list. I think Michael Phelps is probably on there. Yeah, but I think you're looking at I think you're looking at maybe those three in like the mainstream sport, and yeah. then you throw in some combination of you know Serena and Nolan Ryan. And and so on and so forth, right? Like, it's, yeah, it probably is less of a top five and more of like a, a top three or a top four. We should do coolest so. athletes next week. Okay, I like that. Sounds good. This I has like been that. a lot of fun. I know it's late for a lot of people, and if you're actually here live, thank you very much, uh, Grant. Thanks for for showing up. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's it's nice to have a friend when it's just the two of us. Sometimes it feels lonely just the two of yeah. us. Probably just go watch Feel, Toy Story after. Feels this. like we're missing someone. Um. This was, yeah, watch Wizard, exactly. We could have a lot of fun doing that. Man, another crazy Canucks week. We're going to Family Day weekend. Canucks got a nice 
big game against Winnipeg on Saturday. We've earned this. As Canucks fans, we've all earned a season like this. We've gone through the hardships. We've gone through, hey man, we've, we thought we saw the top of the mountain and that wasn't it. But it's sure feeling like it's, we sh- it sure feels like that story's getting written this year. I don't know. Yet to be seen. Anyway, as you all know, this is the PP1 Podcast. We're on the Hockey Podcast Network. Brought to you in part with DraftKings. Promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. But they shortened it up. THPN. Promo code THPN. Along with uh, my good friend Ted Wong III. Mr. Mr. Deadlift himself. Man, you're just a monster out there. I'm scared for ball season. I can't wait. Can't Thanks, got to get the back sorted out for that swing, right? Oh, I'll, I'll get that elbow figured out. You're going to be hitting dingers every at-bat. <laughs> my batting coach. It's it's in the whisper. What can I say? On behalf of Ted, I'm Ryan. This is the PP1 Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. The Canucks are still at the top. Peace out.